Good afternoon, and welcome to episode 272 of The Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J. How the hell are you guys doing today? It is a Friday, February 5th, 2021, and I'm glad to have you guys here. Uh, I see the uh, chat box is starting to fill up uh, with a lot of familiar faces, so it's going to be a good time. Yay! All right, as always, we start the show with my personal life, just to drive off as many people as we possibly can. And uh, today wasn't a bad day, uh, as far as that goes. I did no workout, but that was my that was my plan when I got up. It's not like I you know skipped anything or anything like that, so that's good. I'm doing the yoga stuff, so I had to scale it back from the five days a week because I was clearly not uh, in good enough shape to do yoga five days a week, despite being able to lift weights five days a week, which might say something. Um, <laughs> so I had no issues with that, obviously, since I didn't do any. Uh, I had a buddy come over today and help me with some uh, random tasks that I don't have the uh, manual dexterity, I guess, to uh, take care of them. Uh, the biggest one being uh, putting in a dog door in one of our back doors. Uh, we already had a dog door in our very, very back door, which would be my breezeway going out to the backyard. But the main outside door, what I would consider it, would, like going from the house to the breezeway, did not have a dog door on it until today and now it does and i'm glad i had him help me do most of it himself because uh it was uh, more complicated than i thought it was going to be and i watched him take care of a couple issues that i knew would have fucked me up really bad so i'm glad i had uh uh him around to help you know uh like i'm sure i could have muddled along and figured out how to, like uh, take the saw and cut out the uh part for the door Although that's kind of scary when you think about it. Like, hey, let me take the saw to your my door door to my house. <laughs> so, but uh, and and he did have a couple issues. For one thing, the metal was way way softer than he thought it was going to be. So, like the he had issues like with the edges bending in, and he had to make sure you know and getting the uh, um um uh, they're not screws, studs, whatever you uh, want to call it, in there properly. Uh, but in the end, it all worked out and it looks nice. I'm real happy with it. And now I don't have to worry about getting up, either leaving the door partially open in the middle of the fucking winter <laughs> or getting up every time the dogs got near the back door going, oh, you want to go outside? You want to go outside? Nothing is going to fuck outside. Oh, without me having to worry about it at all. Hooray, happy times have arrived. Um, in the uh, in the amusement store. Oh, hello. Sorry, it's a dog. Come here, little dog. Come on. As long as you're not abusing the cat, you're all good with me. Uh, so the second thing we did was uh, took down the... Uh, um, the freezer strips that I had in the, in my back door. Uh, it, it, for those who have been following along since, uh, I started this process before we had a dog door in that, uh, the door going from my house to my breezeway, we had like strips of plastic hanging there. Uh, like you would see in like a commercial meat freezer or things like that. Uh, that was our idea. The cheap, not put a hole in my door idea for keeping, you know, heat in or out or cold air in and out, whatever the case may be, while with, well, with still having dogs be able to go back and forth. It was an imperfect method, and we knew eventually we were going to have a, a dog door there, but we figured in the meantime it was really easy to put up and something we could do ourselves, so that's what we did. Now that uh, the dog door's there, that got taken down, and we put it back up in the uh, um, entranceway to my wife's bedroom. <laughs> and the reason we have done this is because uh, we already had like a little uh, tarp up there at first. Uh, I'm not sure if I told you guys the story about that one. A while ago, my wife, hold on a second. I've got a dog on my lap and, and, a, and a cat trying to attack the dog on my lap. So this is going to end poorly. 
<laughs> but anyways, uh, what had happened was uh, apparently I have really bad gas. <laughs> gas to the point where uh, my wife has decided that she'd rather sleep in a different bedroom than me, uh, which is fine. You know, I, I, that's understandable. I, there's nothing I can do about it. Uh, so I, 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 it's not like she can be mad at me, but I totally understand not wanting to be part of that environment. And there's more to why she sleeps in her own, in her own bedroom. I also toss and turn constantly um, and apparently constantly. I'm up and down uh, a whole bunch of times throughout the middle of the night. And while I can't vouch for this, apparently I talk in my sleep a lot. Uh, anything ranging from uh, um, regular conversation to crying to you know, shouting and stuff. So she was not really unhappy when I broached the idea of possibly uh, sleeping in separate beds, uh, in, you know, in separate bedrooms. So yeah, I, I guess I've not been fun to sleep with. Uh, on my side, I'm just really, really uncomfortable with someone else in the bed. I've been single more than I've been anything else in my life, and I've just gotten used to sleeping uh, in my, you know, alone. When whenever I'm awake, whenever I have someone else in, the, excuse me, whenever I have someone else in the bed, uh, I am aware that I toss and turn constantly. So I am constantly worried about fucking flipping over and elbowing my wife in the face. What's the matter, cat? What do you want? You're looking for attention. I'm sorry, I can't give it to you. I'm doing a show. Uh, so, you know, which makes it a lot harder to sleep because, <laughs> you know, I mean, and it, you guys can understand none of us want to do felony assault on our, our wife or girlfriend while we're sleeping. <laughs> you know, that's nothing fun to wake up to. So, uh, I was never comfortable with her there in the first place. So as it turns out, me not being fun to sleep with worked out well on my side as well. So, cause it didn't hurt her feelings when I came to tell her that I would sleep a lot better if she was in a different room. Um, <laughs> And that's, that's, that's a hard uh, conversation to broach. Hold on a second. I got to put this dog down. All right. You do not attack that cat. All right. Leave that cat alone. Okay. Yeah, that's going to work out. <laughs> so yeah, we sleep, we sleep in different beds in different, in different bedrooms. And she hung up like a little a plastic, uh, uh, tarpy thing and over in front of her, uh, uh, bedroom door with had, that had like a little magnetic strip in the middle that parted. And you know, that was her fart defense. She said, she goes, I know it's not your fault, but I don't want to put up with it. So, you know, and she'd leave it open during the day. And when I went to bed, I'd make sure to close it for her. I'm like, good night, honey. Cause she's usually normally stays up way later than I do. So I'm in bed way before she is. So she, she, and she just wants her refuge from the farts. And I, I don't, I totally understand that. Well, the dogs ripped that all the shit running in, in and out of it. So today uh, we took down the remnants of whatever was left and we put up the good industrial grade uh, freezer strips in front of her house and excuse, excuse me, in front of her door. So now she's got hardcore protection from farts and, uh, and yeah. Uh, oh no, yeah, no, never even nap together. Homelander asked if we, uh, ever nap together. Yeah. Occasionally, um, occasionally like in the middle of the night, she'll just, ow, God damn it. Cat, come on, come up. If you could come up here, come up. Sorry, cat bit me on my calf. <laughs> no, uh, like sometimes she'll get up in the middle of the night and come and join me. Uh, not even for sexy time. Sometimes just to cuddle, you know. Uh, and, and I've told her if it's uh, you know, a night where I don't have to get up in the morning, that's fine. I, I don't. I like cuddling with her. It'll break up my sleep pretty bad that day. But if I don't have a wake up time, that's not a big deal. Um, Sly asks, be, "Be honest, Jay. Do you let farts rip when sexing?" No, no, I do not. I do. I do have some uh, uh, decorum. Um, I, tr I wouldn't do that to my wife. Certainly not on purpose. Of course, you know, in the heat of the moment, uh, you, you never know. 
Jay, are the farts from IBS? Have you always had revolting farts or just since the surgery? Uh, basically, it, it, it's all post-surgery, uh, po- you know, post-cancer stuff, uh, so, which makes me think it's the IBS, which I, I, cause I, I firmly believe my IBS issues uh, stem from uh, my cancer surgery, and, uh, and the IBS is set off by stress, so I think that's, you know, I, I'm, I'm firmly just guessing, but I, have, I, I certainly didn't have these ridiculous stomach issues before that, so it is what it is. Um, but yeah, so apparently my farts are really bad and we're talking like, you know, divorce grounds farts. <laughs> she was seriously unhappy about it. They were, they were a lot worse. Uh, and at that point I knew what they were from. When I first switched over to the Huel, uh, I discovered that there were drawbacks to having a complete imbalanced diet, which I apparently never had before. I mean, yes, it's great to have all the protein that you need in, uh, in 2000 calories of fuel and all the vitamins that you need and all the minerals that you need. But the thing that I missed and had never thought about, despite the fact that I took supplements from it is that Huel made sure that I got 100% of the fiber that I need. And, uh, that turned out to be an issue for a while because <laughs> even though I'd taken like Metamucil and things like that, I'd never gotten close to what they considered the, uh, correct amount of fiber in my diet uh and that's obviously a good thing to correct that but it took a little while uh, uh i mean like a month or two uh because because i switched over to basically taking you know no what i was i think uh i think metamucil gives you like eight or nine gra- uh, grams of fiber and i think your daily uh your recommended dosage is like 30 or 40 so I almost, I normally had like nine to 12 grams of fiber in my diet and all of a sudden I went up from 12 to 40 <laughs> and it took a, a good month, month and a half for, uh, for my stomach to get settled down from it. And that I just had ridiculous, excessive gas, just, just all the time, nonstop. Uh, and, and she was, uh, unhappy with it and I don't blame her in the least bit. I would be unhappy with it in, in her shoes as well. Uh, but luckily after, uh, a month to six weeks, my body got adjusted to actually having them as much fiber as it should have. And now I don't think I have any more farts than the average person. Uh, she's just not a fan of farting in general, apparently. <laughs> so, uh, I I'm sure I'm not the only guy that's in this position. As I mentioned before, she had perfect, every right to be un- unhappy about it. Now I feel like I'm being uh, unfairly persecuted. <laughs> so, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go find that the book everybody farts and send it to her because <laughs> I don't think I should be treated this way. <laughs> Anyways, all right. As always, uh, you guys are more than welcome to call in uh, and talk about whatever I'm talking about. If you don't want to talk about what I'm talking about, that's fine as well. You can talk about what you want to talk about. Uh, just give a call. Uh, if you're too shy for that shit, uh, go ahead and type shit into the chat box. Although, as you guys can see, I'm really really bad at paying attention to that. Uh, I try though. Uh, anyways, you guys got something or you got, want me to swing on over to the OG and pick out a topic. <laughs> Homeland is here for barbers. Yeah, I heard a rumor that barbers was going to call in. We haven't talked to Kevin in a little while. That would be, uh, that's always a good time. He's always enthusiastic. I, I you know, I, I know you got people like the bag on him quite a bit and, uh, just like everybody else in life, he has his own issues, but I like, uh, the fact I like talking to him because he's always a positive person. I'm sure he, uh, he has his bad days. He just doesn't call in on those days. So, uh, 
And I like being around positive people. I don't like being around negative people. Uh, I try not to be a negative person myself. I know you guys might find that crazy considering I, I use the podcast as a platform to complain about stuff about 80% of the time. But I try to be a positive person because, you know, I don't think anybody wants to be around negativity or at least not long term, you know, uh, at least for me. Uh, here's a good example. There's nobody that I dislike at my work. I'm lucky enough to work with a whole bunch of great people. I They range from me liking them quite a bit to I don't really care one way or another. <laughs> Uh, there, there, and there's a couple of them that I can tell are not fans of me and this and the other, but the only ones that I truly avoid are the negative people. And some of them are people that I like quite a bit, but I just can't handle their negativity on a daily basis. Um, and it's, I'm sure I'm not the only one. Uh, it, it's hard to deal with negative people all the time. And you see it on Facebook quite a bit. That's, uh, which by the way, I love Facebook. I, I, it is an amazing platform to sit and judge people. Uh, I'm sure people are sitting and judging my Facebook posts. So I don't consider myself a hypocrite because I don't care. Go ahead and judge me. Uh, I'm not very smart and I do weird things. So I probably deserve uh, some judgment there, uh, but it's so fucking awesome. <laughs> so judging people on Facebook makes me feel way better about myself. And the, one of the most common things you see on Facebook is the person that uses Facebook as their um, vent, which I can understand. You know, people, everyone has issues, and sometimes you need to vent and get your frustration out. But if you use Facebook exclusively for that, it doesn't get long before people get tired of you. It, it, they just don't. They just do. Uh, and if you're one of those people, I'm, I'm going to try to break it to you gently. It's not that your friends dislike you, because I know you feel like they do at this point, because if you're one of those people, your friends have fucking given up you at this point. Uh, I know a couple of people that are like this and that that's what their posts are like. Now they've reached that point in the cycle where, you know, they, they were all their posts or things like, Oh, I see who my true friends are. And you know, all the people that I thought I could count on, you know, I can't count them for nothing. And no, it's not, it's not that at all. It's that your friends that have tried to stick by your side year after year after year and try to be a dedicated to you are just fucking sick of it, dude. You're everything you put out is negative, negative, this, negative, this, negative, that, um, and no one is going, you know, fucking, even a saint's going to uh, eventually not want that in their life. So that's how, that's how I know that it'd be true. And I was guilty of it. When, uh, if you look, if you look back at some of my really early Facebook posts, you know, back from like 2009, 2010, when I first joined, I'm embarrassed. Fucking those Facebook memory things. I'm like, oh Jesus fucking Christ. All I did was complain about being single. I had nauseam to the point where fucking... I assume a whole bunch of people fucking unfriended me during that time period in my life. And, and I deserved it. I was just a whiny little bitch. That's all I can do is complain about not being able to meet anybody and this and that and the other. And wow, 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 poor Jay fucking shit. Uh, and I'm amazed that I have any Facebook friends left from that time period. Cause you know, I wouldn't put up with me at this point in my life. <laughs> I'd be like, dude, come on, dude. Okay. We get it. You, you, you can't get laid. We understand time to move on. <laughs> Maybe find a hobby. I don't know. <laughs> so and yeah you know, i think tom segura does something about that about how uh he says something about you know the, the saying is that you sh shouldn't judge people and, and he goes yeah you should you should judge people all the time it's great <laughs> he's right he, he he was going for a different joke with it and while I, and i'm not joking but he is right you should judge people <laughs> anyways what do you guys got to talk about today hmm
Let me throw. Let me read you what you're uh, read, talking about in the chat box before we go on over to the OG. Sorry about the background noise. My kitten has found a piece of paper. Oh, let's see. Uh, oh yeah, Jitsu. Why you think I'm on these shitting on these negative flyover fucks all day, bro? They're fucking up my positive vibe. That's exactly what I'm talking about, Jitsu. That's one of the reasons I like you, because you're a very positive person. Or about to kill somebody. I mean, those are your basically two modes. But I've never heard depressed fucking Jits. because I because and I know you have your bad days too, and I know why for some of them. But you don't come on the show or you know during those days, you know. Holy shit, yeah, <laughs> you know. Uh, and that's and that's how it is. That's how I try to be. I try to keep my negativity private. You know? Just be just be happy, Jay. Certainly not fucking here. Jay is in denial about being a negative Nancy. I know everyone tells me all I do is complain, but I don't feel like I'm being negative. I, and for the most part, I don't feel unhappy. You know? like I'm happy right now while I sit here and complain about people on Facebook. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah. But no, I've had, but you are right. I've had a whole bunch of people tell me I complain a lot and that does bother me because that's certainly not the image I want to portray, especially after telling you guys how uh, little I think of negative people. I don't want to be a negative person. Um, and and I told the person that, that flat out told me this because I was like, I don't like to complain. And she's like, oh, yes, you do, Jay. Yeah, yes, you do. Uh, it was a coworker. Um, and I was like, well, you know, here's the thing. I like to talk to people. Um, and sometimes that's something to talk about, you know, talk bitching about whatever happened about this, what happened about that. I'm not normally really bitching like, Oh my God, I fucking hate this shit. I'm just talking, you know? Uh, and it disturbs me that it comes off negative that, that much. I guess that's something I want to work on. I don't want to be negative guy, complainy guy. So whenever I'm doing that, you guys let me know. I, cause if nothing else, uh, uh, I want to know when I'm doing it. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. See, see, Tits says I complain more than anyone uh, I know. Real talk, Jay. See, and I, I don't want to be that guy. Uh, and I don't feel like I'm complaining. I'm just talking. <laughs> okay, maybe I complain a lot. But seriously, that, that wasn't, that's not how I see myself. You know, it's funny. I imagine the way most people see themselves is not how they really are. And that always scares me. It, that concerns me. I, and because I don't really feel like I have a good self-perception of myself sometimes. Yeah. Uh, I get that on the physical level all the time. You know, people tell me that I'm not as skinny as I think I am or oh, I'm not as hideous as I think I am. Although I don't get that many disagreements on that one. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and it, I, I have to agree. I don't, I don't know how to accurately gauge myself on a lot of levels so that's why you guys will see me do a lot of those hey here's a picture of myself or hey this is what i think about something is that normal because i don't know i <laughs> it's uh oh, go on go on there with that we're not going to do the squeaky toy today um so i don't know i get off got off on a tangent here <laughs> but uh the, is that is that how it is with everybody because and th those are questions that i feel weird asking uh but I don't really have anyone else to ask about that. I don't talk about these kind of things. Uh, you know, me and my wife get along together, but we don't have these hyper conversations. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure these are like conversations that most people have when they're in college really high off their fucking ass. But I don't know if everyone, if, if other people have that problem with uh, uh, self-perception or if they're aware that they have, like I'm aware that I have a problem with my self-perception, um, both with how I look at myself and how I think of myself and how I portray myself. And so on so many different levels, like, you know, what I think, but why I guess what I was talking about in this case is what I think I'm 
portraying myself as is not actually how I come off. Uh, and I wonder if a lot of people have that issue. You're trying to portray yourself a, a certain way, but it's just not working out. Jitsu says being aware of your uh, ash wholeness is something that takes a long time for people to figure out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously I don't have it down. I mean, it, this is just a jokey conversation about, you know, me complaining, but I was being serious when I said, I don't consider myself a complainer and I don't see myself that way. And I don't project that myself that way. And it's clearly uh, obvious, if not from past comments right here with you guys in the chat box that listen to me uh, bullshit every day, that clearly I do complain a lot. So, and that, and that's a weird revelation for me to have here sitting with you guys that I am 100% portraying myself differently than I thought I was. So, uh, and I don't know, I don't really know what to do with that information, to be honest. Uh, I guess I just guess try to work on it. Right. And that's, and that's how it is in life. Uh, um, or guess how it should be, you know, discoveries about yourself and working at working past them or with them or whatever it is. Cause I'm, there's, I'm sure not all the self discoveries are shit. I'm kind of an asshole or shit. I'm kind of a complainer. Um, some of them can be good, but regardless. All right, let's find something to talk about. <laughs> I'm getting too weird over here. Oh, mom tenors here. Hi mom. <laughs> all right. I'll try not to swear too much. Okay. Let's go over to the OG and see what they're talking about. <laughs> oh, they're doing that bare knuckle fighting tonight. Although apparently they want to charge money for it, so I'm not sure how that's gonna do. And of course, that's the, going to be the premiere of Paige Van Zant, uh, and that should be interesting. Uh. <laughs> oh, we gotta call her. Oh, it's mom. Hey, mom. Hi, how Jay. You doing? I'm doing just fine. How about you, Jay? I am. Excellent. I'm excellent. Thanks. Oh, I'm uh, I'm pretty happy today. Oh yeah, what's going on? I am. I um, Tenor started teaching me to do some shooting a while ago, okay. and uh, and uh, I came down to Florida. I live here in Florida during the my my speaker isn't working right. Okay. I I live I live. Can you guys hear me all right? You can hear you perfectly fine. You sound great. All right. So anyways, I live in Florida during the, the winter. And I just joined a group where I can start sh shooting every Monday. Oh. I'm so happy. It's uh, They have a woman's shoot where they don't charge. I think they charge seventeen fifty an hour for you to shoot with their guns. Oh, that's plus, plus ammo. But on Monday is is women's shoot, so they forego the seventeen fifty, and you only pay for your ammo. Oh, that's awesome! Uh, what do you? I was shooting with Tanner. I was shooting either his. Uh, I shot his twenty two. I shot his nine millimeter. I shot his other guns that he probably shouldn't have. But <laughs> I've shot in a lot of guns of his. Um, but I'm really hoping. So I called him and I said, you know what? Maybe I'm going to get so proficient. I will beat the pants off you. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well, he laughed at me and said, nah, that ain't happening, Ma. <laughs> uh, so you don't have a gun of your own yet? I don't. I've applied for my pistol permit. Mm -hmm. And um, New York State is kind of a tough state. 
I've waited four months for it, but I think maybe within a month or two, I might get it. I mean, I've never had any charges against me or anything. I'm pretty, pretty good person. So I'm hoping I get it soon. Right. See, and that's so crazy that it takes so long over there here in Michigan. It was, it took me uh, about an hour. I mean, literally I, I walked in, I walked in, I told them I'd like that one. They had me fill up paperwork. They faxed it over to the FBI. The FBI faxed back a big crayon picture of a, of a, a thumbs up. And, and that was about it really. Yeah. And it's really crazy because this place I went, um, it's wonderful. They have the, I, the guns are amazing that they have, but a New York state resident cannot buy a gun in Florida. Oh, so you unless have to be a Florida you, state resident. Yeah, unless you have residency, and I don't. I tried my rental agreement with a place that I have, um, tried lots of things that isn't going to work. Oh, if I have a federal, hmm? if I have an FF, I think it's federal firearms, if I have an FFA or something up in New York, I can buy a gun here, they can ship it to New York. Hmm then I can get it in New York and drive it down. Right. That's okay. It gets uh, so complex so, so quickly. Um, it's crazy, but yeah. Yeah. And now the, I'm sure your, your son has talked with you about it, but the thing you're going to encounter next, what, after you get your gun is the fact that ammo is super expensive and hard to find. Uh, well aware of that. Well aware of that. Yep. Yep. I think he's stocking up for me. <laughs> we wouldn't know anything about that officially here on the show anyways. <laughs> I haven't well, so, seen him lately. Has he been around? Uh, no, no. Actually, uh, I, I talk to him every, uh, you know, every, here and there, uh, pretty much every day. But he's been super busy doing cop stuff, from what I understand. You know, with the, with the yeah. storms, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I miss him. Hopefully, I'll see him soon. Yeah, yeah. Me too. I'll tell when I see him. I'll tell him to make sure to give you a call. Yeah, I, but I have so many good friends there. You know, I have Dej, Daju. I call him Daju. I don't know who the hell. Um, I have Wolf. <laughs> I have Home Homelander. I have so many good friends. Dragu. I have so many good friends there. I appreciate y'all. Oh, Wolf yeah, Castle, it's a good, it's a good crew. I appreciate you all. Tits. Oh. oh my God. I call it Tits. It's probably Teats, but that's no, no, it's Tits. No, you're right. Santana, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> all yeah, right y'all take group. care oh thanks for calling mom all righty thanks bye-bye oh and that was mom <laughs> <coughs> i had to disconnect her <laughs> uh well that was mom that's always a great call that makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside i miss my mom <laughs> all right Let's see. You guys got something? Anyone else want to call in before I try to blother over to the uh, other ground? Blother? Is that a word? I was going to say blunder, but I'm making new words over here. (laughs) Oh, let's see. I'm probably going to regret this, clicking on this one. But it says, Alyssa Milano debuts new hairstyle. And then afterwards, ha, 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 ha. Uh, I'm probably going to regret this. Let's see. Huh? Cornrows, meh. Oh, okay, that's not as bad as I thought it was gonna be. I thought like you know she got nutty or something and cut all her hair off like you know Britney Spears style. And I and I have to admit, even though I'm not a big fan of some of her politics lately, uh, I've always been a big fan of Alyssa Milano. We're exactly the same age, 
So when, when I totally had the hots for uh, on uh, who's the boss, there was nothing wrong with that. Because <laughs> you know, when she was 13 on who's the boss, I was 13 at home going, oh, she's so cute. So, and, and we've just uh, and we've just grown together, so to speak. Uh, and, you know, that was she's pretty high on what the what I find attractive list on a whole bunch of points. Uh, from what I understand, she's got she's really weird and political and I don't care about political stuff too much, but it seems like she's kind of overboard about it. So. Um, <clears throat> so oh, Sly Dog says I should do cornrows. Oh, for one thing, my hair is not long enough for that. And there's not a chance it would be long enough before I have to go back to work. And that'd probably be a bad idea. Although my hair is really fucking, it's not long right now. Like, like my hair, like if I pull it out, it's like, uh, it's barely an inch and a half long, but it's so fucking thick. That's what you guys don't see when you see my hair, especially since it's starting to recede at the bat on the hair, uh, on the hairline a little bit on the edges. But my hair is super duper fucking thick. It's it's not hair. It's like a mat. Someone called it someone. I can't remember who which one of you guys called it Brillo pad hair. But that's not the first time it's been compared to it at all. My, my hair, my hair is not water absorbent. <laughs> like I can like I can dive into a pool. And as long as I get back out really quick, my hair is still fucking dry. <laughs> Like what? Like what? Well, like when I take a shower, wetting down my hair to fucking yeah, do uh, to you know shampoo. It actually takes a, a significant amount of time. <laughs> uh, but my wife likes it this way. Um, I like it super fucking short. Um, I like it as basically short as I can get it and still comb it in a normal hairstyle, like part to the side, all that good shit. As you guys know, if you uh, at least the guys, I'm not sure how many of the females would know. The guys know if you cut your hair too short, you can no longer ha- have a style. It's just going to stick straight up. <laughs> and uh, I don't want my hair that short. I want it as short as I can get it while still be able to comb it over a little bit. You know, um, my wife went a little bit overboard last time. She gave me a haircut and went a little too short. So I, I felt weird about that for a week or two before it grew in. Uh, but shit, I haven't gotten my haircut at a place in uh, And, and and as I said, for someone who doesn't care, cut hair for a living, she did a, she did a great job. My hair looks way better than some of the people I see walking around with their homemade haircuts. So so don't get me wrong on that one. But compared to like a professional one, it's yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm going to go back over the chat box where Tit says, I got drunk and cut my hair. Shit's fucked up. I look like Kramer. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. That's fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, trust me, I've had all kinds of bad haircuts and hairstyles over the years. Um, uh, I posted a picture uh, on our super secret chat uh, of me when I was like 12 or 13, and uh, I got this all flowy, weird hair, and it reminded me of the couple years after that when I was a freshman in high school uh, when I decided a, a rat tail would, would be a good look for me. For people that are not familiar, rat tails basically you have one long strand that comes down over the, over the front of your face. Um, unfortunately, um, 
I was gone for like 10 seconds. I was right here the entire time, guys. That was weird. Uh, probably, probably a connection issue. <clears throat> Excuse me. But, uh, yeah, so I tried a rat tail and unfortunately I don't, since I don't have like long flowing hair, uh, it didn't look like, like a rat tail hanging down the front of my face. It looked like a fucking hamster, <laughs> like the strand, you know, it was all poofy and shit. Uh, my, uh, my brother thought he was really funny. So I, one day, I guess he went to like, you know, the, the drugstore or wherever and bought a pair of googly eyes. And while sitting there on, uh, on the couch, he ran over and like stuck them on my devil's lock. So he said, it looks like a hamster attacked your face and died. So that was the end of that hairstyle. (laughs) My back. Yeah. Is it still cutting out? You guys can hear me. Am I okay? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? (laughs) Okay, good. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, Well, that's weird. It wasn't me. I'm doing the same thing I always do. Goddamn Comcast. Comcast has got me by the balls, guys. You know that? I have no recourse except for to hope that they give me good service. Uh, I'm in a spot, and it's unusual, I imagine, for uh, as urban an area that I'm in. I have no other options. Nobody gives me service here. I can't get WoW. I can't get AT&T. I can't, there's no other cable service that I can get here. Um I mean, I suppose I could get satellite, but who the fuck has satellite anymore, right? So, and Comcast knows this shit. This is one of the reasons why I hate this fucker so much. Uh, I've been a Comcast, uh, you know, a customer fucking forever. Uh, until recently, when I upped it up my service, I was paying um, $60, I think, for their slowest fucking uh, internet. It was either $60 or $65, you know, and which, I, which is not awesome in the first place. But what really pissed me off is I was paying $65 a month for the exact same thing that a friend of mine living in a like different area, like a couple towns over from me, like maybe a 15 minute drive. He was paying $40 for the exact same fucking package. Exactly. Same speed, same guarantees, the whole nine yards. And you know why? Because he had other fucking options. He could get uh, like two or three different cable services over there. Uh, so they had to offer him good rates while I'm over here being uh, being stuck with them as the only option. So they're $25 more expensive. And that's fucking bullshit. I hate fucking Comcast. Not to mention their customer service always fucking sucks. It's always a pain in the ass to try to get a hold of them for everything. And despite me paying for their more faster speed, you know, and this new technology and shit, I have to unplug my router and plug it back in at least fucking once a week to get it to work right. Fucker Comcast. And I really love how they changed their name to fucking Infinity, what, like five or ten years ago or whatever, however long it was ago. And for what reason? I can guarantee you because Comcast fucking sucks so bad that their name was dirt. They thought changing their name would possibly help their image. So the uh, which shows how well that works. Who calls them Infinity? No one calls them Xfinity. They're fucking Comcast. You can't fool us. Fucking assholes. <laughs> You guys, are you guys like that? Are you guys like that with anything? Are you guys stuck with anything, any kind of service that you, it's just what you have because you can't get anything else? Not necessarily just com- whatever your cable service or whatever your internet service is. You know, um, you guys, any kind of situation where you're dealing with someone, a person or, or a company because you have no other options and you fucking hate it? <laughs> Hold on a second. Hey! My wife is apparently listening to me doing the show. She because when I asked that question, her answer is like, "Yeah, it's called marriage." That's not cool at all. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, 
the juicer said as soon as I found out ATT fixed wireless, I paid early termination and ripped that fucking satellite off my roof. God damn right, dude. Satellite sucked bad. Satellite sucked from start to finish. The only the only good thing you could say about satellite is you could get it in places that you couldn't get cable. I remember back in the early two thousands, uh like two thousand one, two thousand two, two thousand three area, I I would think a buddy of mine had satellite internet and it blew. I mean, it was faster than dial up, <laughs> but that was about it. That was, that was all about all you could ask for it. And I imagine satellite satellite internet is probably way better than it was 20, you know, something years ago, but it can't be that great. Right. And rock G says, my wife is working from home. Having to change the scenery is maintaining her sanity. Yep. Oh, oh, the juicer said, nope, still sucks. Uh, he was referring to the satellite to internet, I imagine. So yeah, that's, that's never an option. I, I told my wife, uh, if we strike it rich, you know, um, and able to re and we're able to retire and get the fuck out of here early. Her first choice is to go live with her parents cause they're poorly and they need help, uh, or health in the health wise. And I can totally understand that. And if we get the opportunity, that's what we'll do. Cause that's our obligation to do. You got to be good to your uh, parents. Uh, we would do that now, but we just financially can't do that. Uh, it just, it just won't, it just can't happen now. We wouldn't be able to afford it. It's it just, it's not, it's not a decision we can make, but if I ever like strike it rich for some reason or another, yeah, that's, that's what we will do. That said, if we are not obligated to do that anymore, uh, like if they pass away before we can do it, or if we move down there and then they pass away and we decide we don't want to live in that town. Um, I want to move the fuck away from people. <laughs> I mean, seriously, uh, Worst case scenario would be a small town someplace like uh, Bisbee. Go live with uh, Doug Stanholm uh, over in Arizona or New Mexico. I can't remember which one it's in. Uh, that would be my that would be my worst case scenario. The best case scenario would be as far away from everybody as I can possibly get while still getting internet service and Amazon deliveries. That's that's my requirement. I want internet service and I want Amazon deliveries. Uh, other than that, I I can fucking be live an hour away from someplace and to get my grocery shopping done and just try to do it, make sure I do it well and drive out there once a month. Uh, that wouldn't be, you know, um, a game breaker for me. I, but I do want someplace where I can order shit off Amazon still. And obviously that being the case, I want internet. Um, which makes you, makes it so you're not super duper far away from civilization. Really? <laughs> I imagine. So. And, and, Am I the only one like that? I'm sure. I'm sure you guys. A lot of you guys are like that. Being how fucking mankind sucks nowadays. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you are fed up with civilization in general and people in general, and would like to limit your circle to just your friends and nobody else, right? Slide dog. Jay, how much money for Sadie? How much? How much do we pay for her? Tiss says, "I'll give you two grand for Sadie." No, no, uh, uh. No, I can't do that, dude. Fucking, I yeah. I, there's an emotional attachment to my dog. I couldn't, uh, I, yeah. You, you might be able to get Max from me for about another week or so. <laughs> Even that window's fucking closing because because I'm starting to love the little fucker. Um, yeah, he's sleeping over there. Uh, but yeah, no, there's not a chance in hell I could sell you my three three year old dog, dude. I'm not a fucking monster. No, uh, no, no, that there is, it does not have a price at all. Um, I'm, my morals can be pretty flexible in certain ways, but there's not a chance in hell you could get me to sell my dog. No, uh, I, I wouldn't, I couldn't do that to her. You you don't do that to a dog. Yeah. No, uh, -uh. you guys are going to get me upset thinking about it. <laughs> 
Oh, fuck off, Homelander. No. <laughs> Seriously, no. I, I I don't even like talking about it. I love that little dog. I couldn't do it. You know, you don't do that to an animal that has an attachment to you. Sorry, need some water. <clears throat> no, uh -uh. Yeah, I don't. You, know, you have an obligation to that animal. <laughs> yeah, you can, it's not going to happen. Stop getting around with that shit, guys. All right, anyways, uh, let's see. Yeah, but looking over at the Alyssa Milano of corn rolls. Uh, I mean, she's not looking too bad for almost 50, although, you know, I don't know. I guess you really, it, 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 you, I guess you really should stop paying attention to the, the, the people that you had the, a crush on at a certain point if you want to maintain that image, right? Because, uh, okay, that is fucking funny. <laughs> There's a picture of her posing with her cornrows in the, uh, I don't know. It looks like a shoe store because of all the shoes sitting there. But I assume this is where she got her corn rolls done. And there's a whole bunch of black people in the background looking at her funny. <laughs> so that, that is pretty goddamn funny right there. Go look up the pictures if you get a chance. It's uh, pretty humorous. Juicer said, you, yes, you said you wanted to strike your rich. Yeah, but I do have uh, my limits. Uh, I will dance like a fucking monkey for your amusement uh but i will not i wouldn't hurt my i would you know dude I, I'll, I'll take that i couldn't hurt a, stra a stranger's dog i couldn't hurt a stray dog i can't no i can't hurt animals that's why i don't hunt you know I, that's not i don't have that in me it's you know it's uh it's uh i don't know i call it a weakness if you want because i know some people think it is i'm sure if you ask some people you know ask that greg brady dude on the og fucking <laughs> anybody who likes a dog is fucking insane in the first place but uh and like, if you get into like a, no, I, you know, maybe an, a, an animal that wasn't a dog or a cat, like, you know, like, like if you paid me enough money, I could probably get over my moral and, uh, and just queasiness qualms and maybe shoot a deer. I don't want to though. <laughs> yeah. But you know, or something like that, but there's not a chance in hell I could hurt a dog or a cat for any amount of money. It just wouldn't happen. Dig foil in my, in my backyard. Come on, Wolf. I'm not. I'm not sitting here saying, "Oh, what was me? I'm not rich." I just said, "I'm just saying that if I ever happen to strike it rich, I would, uh, you know, these are the things that I would do." Um, and and me and the wife have talked about it before. Why? Because it's it's a fucking fantasy. It's just like just like you talking about what you do if you win the lottery when you buy a lottery tickets. You don't think you're going to win the lottery. You win the lottery and these plans aren't serious, but it's still fun to think about it sometimes. And so occasionally me and wife talk about what we do if we all, if we were retired, you know, when we say when we're retired, because which really means if we ever fucking strike it rich in the lottery, because neither of us are retiring. We're most likely both going to be dead. Um, neither of us are the healthiest people in the world. So realistically speaking, that would, uh, you know, that's not going to happen. But, you know, if we struck it rich, then we'd be able to. Like, one of the things we talk about is, uh, and I've talked about this on the on the uh, show before, is that we'd like to get a small RV and travel around for a year or so and just check out, check out different places in the United States because neither of us have traveled all that much. And how can you say, oh, I'd love to retire to here when you've never checked out any place else? So, you know, um, we'd like to travel around stuff if we ever had a chance to settle down uh, in a place of our choosing. The juicer asked, can you go to my funeral? Yeah, of course you can, dude. <laughs> Homelander pointed out no one will be there to stop you. <laughs> no, I couldn't hurt a lost dog. Would I stab a squirrel? I prefer not to, but a squirrel, uh, you might be able to throw enough money at me. <laughs> but still, I, I prefer to earn my money in other ways, so rather than hurting things. 
Uh, so, but yeah, and that'd be fun. At least on the surface, I think it'd be fun. I don't know. It might, it, it might take way less than a year before I decide I'm not a big fan of RVing around, but right now it seemed like it'd be a really cool thing. You know, just travel from spot to spot. Um, and having like an RV would, would, I, I, cause I've traveled long distances before a couple times and I didn't enjoy it even a little bit, uh, you know, driving down to Florida and back before driving from, from then this is Detroit for those who are not familiar where I live. Of driving from Detroit to Florida and back, that was a fucking nightmare. Uh, driving from Detroit to Omaha, Nebraska and back, that was not fun either. You know, and those are like long trips. Uh, I think the Omaha, Nebraska was the longest single day trip I ever did because it was about fourteen hours. The um, the Florida trip was longer than that, but we broke it up into two days because it's like about a 19 or 20 hour trip altogether. So we drove, it was broken up into two eight hour days. But regardless, none of those were fun. Um, I think if we had an RV where, I, you know, I could get up, stretch around, stretch out, you know, I'll walk around. And the fact that we're, in, you're, you're with an RV, you're not really worried about your time and your goals. You're just heading that way. And if you don't get to where you're going on time, that's fine. You're, you're still okay. Um, and I think that would make it a lot more interesting to travel, you know, because you're not, we're, it's not like, oh my God, we got to get here in a certain amount of time because you've only got four days at the hotel and this and that. You know, if you're retired and you're in an RV, you're just wandering around the country. And that holds a certain amount of, a certain appeal. You know, the no schedule, you're just doing what you want to do. You get up, you look at a map and you go, oh, well, let's see what's within driving range of here today and, and drive there. And then you're like, and then, and then the next day repeat i mean i, I imagine some days you like to uh, uh, sleep in a hotel or and some days not depends on uh, depends on how rich you are and you know and how fancy you want to get with that shit um homelander said he drove from Abro albuquerque new mexico to cincinnati only stopping for gas Woof, man let's see new mexico to cincinnati that's what like a 16 hour drive i'm just fucking making a wild guess uh, look, looking at a map in my head oh 30 something hours yeah i was way off <laughs> well i was thinking the michigan 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 omaha nebraska was uh uh was 14 hours so i'm, I'm i was thinking about the uh the that picture in my head um but i guess i was not compensating for the north to south travel that you had to do as well so yeah and again i guess albuquerque is going to be more west than uh, um omaha as well so yeah and yeah, I know Omaha is wide because oh, Oklahoma. Yeah, Oklahoma is very wide because I uh, did my very my very uh, few days of basic training. Well, a couple months uh, in uh, at Fort Sill, Oklahoma. And uh, when they uh, discharged me, uh, fun fun fact: when you join the army, they fly you into your basic training camp. You know, welcome to the army, soldier. Here's your plane ticket. We're gonna fly you into your training. When you get kicked out of the army like they're like fuck you dude here's a bus ticket home and uh i have no clue why why i gave you that 16 hours because i know goddamn well by bus it takes fucking four days to get from Omaha, nebraska to detroit holy shit yeah i that was by far one of the, the longest time i've been on the road obviously i didn't even think about that when i was telling people that you know the omaha nebraska because you know because i fucking slept a whole bunch of times <laughs> and you wouldn't think you wouldn't think that it would take fucking four days i might it might have been three days it was multiple days here's the thing they stopped for everything you're not driving 70 miles an hour for from omaha nebraska to fucking detroit 
you're driving 40 to 50 to 60. Oop, gotta stop. 40 to 50 to 60. Oh, yeah, gotta stop. You stop for fucking places that aren't even places. I swear to God, we stopped at some place that was just a slightly wider spot in the road. I don't. I never even saw a fucking sign that said bus stop. We didn't pick anybody up. We just stopped there for a while and hung out and then left. Um. So, not that I was. Don't don't get me wrong. Uh, it was I was fresh out of the army, uh, fresh out of basic training. I had a whole bunch of money in my pocket because they, you know, I, I was in there for a few months and they paid like six hundred and fifty dollars a month or something like that. So I had like $1,800, um, which for me was a whole shitload of money. Um, cause, cause you can't, by the way, yeah, cause you can't spend any money while you're in basic training. I mean, they let you go to commissionary like once or twice, I think, but you know, you're not buying anything, you know, uh, exorbitant, uh, while you're in basic training. Um, so you pretty much, uh, got to keep all of your money. Did I become proficient with my rifle during basic training? Yes, I did. I was one sh one shot short of uh, their highest rating, which was expert. I think that's if you get uh, either 39 or 40 out of 40 for your shots. I got 38, if I remember correctly. So I think I got a sharpshooter medal around here someplace. Um, matter of fact, I think on my discharge papers, it even says that. And I got the expert badge and grenade, which is really easy, by the way. Um, so... Uh, what was the rifle? It was an M16. It was an M16A1. Uh, I believe it was from Vietnam. They were pretty old. Uh, I think that's what they told us. Uh, you know, um, so, yeah, um, which is surprising. You wouldn't think I'd be good with a rifle, but it, you don't really need a lot of depth perception. You just, the M16 is really cool like that uh, in, in that you can dial it in uh, like to your fucked up eye, basically. So, and that's why I did well is because my drill sergeant sat with me uh, in the days before that and dialed it in for me. You know, he says, oh, you know, he had me take a couple shots, you know, and then uh, then he'd see where they're hitting. And then did he do this on the regular one. We had a simulator, too, I think, uh, uh, where that where he they showed you how to dial it in. And I but I think he actually helped me with my actual rifle as well. Uh, and it's been a soul a really long time, but when I say dial it in, that's basically what it is. They almost have like a little dial that they nudge things. And eventually he got me, uh, fucking scoped in with my rifle rather well. So I could, I could shoot with it good. I, like I said, I got a, a sharpshooter thing, which is, uh, not as good as an expert, which I think it'd be the other way around. I think it was expert sharpshooter and then marksman. I can't remember which one it is, but I, I, I have the middle one. I, I didn't uh, get 39 or 40 out of 40. I got the one below that. Um, But uh, in, in, in basic training, you kept the same rifle the entire time. You had your number, so you didn't keep it with you all the time, obviously. You, you turned it into the armory. Uh, but they had each, you know, they had all the rifles set up, so your rifle was your rifle the entire time. So, you know, once you had it set up, you didn't have to, you know, do it every time you went to the range. You didn't have a different rifle. Um, and uh, I don't have a whole bunch of stories about basic training. I got a couple of few. Uh, I've told you guys a couple of few of them. Uh, being on the range with the M16 was how I found out that um, humidity made a difference in, in your body. I know that sounds like a weird thing to say. Uh, I was in the range shooting, and for anybody who's never shot an M16, especially in a prone position, uh, they, had, they set you up in, in such a way that basically the tip of your nose is touching the rifle. Which sounds like a bad idea, but their M16 has fucking zero recoil. I mean, like literally, the recoil against your against your um, nose when when you're shooting, it feels like someone flicking your nose and barely hit it. it. Really, there's no fucking recoil in M16. Uh, 
despite the fact there being almost no recoil, while I was midway through shooting, uh, I start to get a nosebleed, like a, pro a profuse nosebleed, like a ridiculous one compared to like what my uh, getting flicked in the nose, which shouldn't cause a nosebleed at all, but I mean like a bad one. And so, you know, uh, I, I secure the rifle and all that good stuff and I'm trying to you know, stop the nosebleed. And the range sergeant, uh, this isn't my drill sergeant. This is like, I guess, one of the one of the people that just work on the range. The range sergeant walks up to me. He goes, oh, nosebleed, huh? I'm like, yeah, yeah. He goes, uh, you from Michigan? I go, well, yes, sergeant. Uh, how did you know that? He goes, yeah, yeah. You get, you Michigan boys always get a nosebleed out here in Oklahoma. And that's how I learned uh, that the humidity can make a huge difference because Oklahoma is dry as fuck. Um, and, uh, is anybody with any sense to look at a map could tell you Michigan has a pretty high humidity and I've lived in Michigan in my entire life. Uh, so I didn't know that I was acclimated to high humidity and that low humidity would do that. But it turns out anyone who goes to Michigan from Michigan to Oklahoma is going to get nosebleeds for a while, or at least that has a high chance of it. So there you go. Now you learn something that you probably already knew. <laughs> uh, all right, let's see what's going on. Jay had to be like a bigger, less capable Harold Ramis and Stripes. Yeah, I was shitty in the army. Um, I mean, I did some things okay. Like I was okay at the shooting. Uh, I was horrible at the running. Uh, it wasn't long before I started missing running things because I was having issues with my feet. And eventually that's what actually took me out with like 50, the 20K World March. Um, but, uh, and there's a, like, I was horrible at putting up a fucking tent. Uh, I was useless. My partner, uh, because uh, they partnered you up with somebody for doing things like putting up a tent. He was fucking fed up with me by the end of basic training. So, and I don't blame the guy. Um, I don't know. Uh, it, it, I probably would not have fit into the military very well. I was very bitter about it when I got kicked out. Don't get me wrong. I was like, you motherfuckers. But looking back on it, I don't know if I would have made a good soldier in the first place. Uh, I certainly wasn't picking a career that was going to help me out after the military. Uh, I went for multiple launch rocket systems. Uh, if you're not familiar with that, that is, uh, let's see what's the best way to put it. G.I. Joe. You guys watch G.I. Joe, right? Remember Scarlet? Remember the what Scarlet drove? It looked like a tank, but instead of having a tank turret on it, it had like a whole bunch of missiles and boxes behind her. That's what I was going to drive. Uh, it blew up big like squares of the, the map and shit. Um, so I don't think that was really going to give me very many marketable skills after my army career. I don't, I don't know. I mean, is there a civilian version of that? I don't think so. <laughs> so, but so in the long run, um, unless I was going to make a career of it, any time that I spent in the army, it was kind of been a waste of time. I imagine. Yeah. I mean, you, obviously you make money and you learn all kinds of stuff, but the actual career that I picked in the army wasn't going to help me in any way afterwards, obviously. Um, Scarlett had the crossbow. Yes. Yeah, she had the crossbow for her, for her gun. Uh, I meant the vehicle that she drove around. It was a, uh, it was like, it was a multiple launch rocket system uh, vehicle. So I, I, my bad feet really wouldn't have bothered me. Um, that was cover girl. Was it? No. Who the fuck is cover girl? Is there was, is there a female GI Joe? I'm not remembering here. No. You, okay. Okay. Now I'm fuck you. Jutsu. I'm, I'm going to look it up on Google. What did Scarlet from G.I. Joe Drive. Uh, let's see. I'm not seeing it here. Let's go ahead and throw it on the image and see what pops up here. I don't see her driving anything. Uh-oh. Am I in trouble here? Do I, am I remembering shit wrong? 
I don't remember. I don't even remember a, a chick named Cover Girl on here. What did Cover Girl from G.I. Joe Block. First off, I, I have to admit there, I didn't even know there was a fucking Cover Girl. Is that what? Let's, let's click on this shit. Uh, G.I. Joe vehicle specialist uh-oh <laughs> okay i i haven't i can't find out what she drives either they, they haven't posted anything but that's not a good sign <laughs> oh fuck god damn it really well uh apparently i was wrong uh and i've been telling people the wrong thing for the last 20 fucking something years when i described what i was going to do in the army and uh so apparently uh there was a good reason why everyone looked at me like I was fucking crazy and they didn't understand what the fuck I was talking about this. God, motherfucking damn it. 20 years, 20 something years, dude. Okay, so yeah, I was going to uh, drive a cover girl in G.I. Joe. Fucking cover girl. Who the fuck's... Come on. That, I can't believe that's a real fucking thing. You could have made so much money off me in a bet, dude. So much money. Jesus Christ. God damn it. Hold on, I need to drink a water. Drink away my fucking sorrows. <laughs> hmm. well okay let's try to move past that embarrassment <laughs> uh we got uh, two minutes so i'm gonna I, I can't end on that let me find something else to talk about really quick <laughs> let's see mm, no 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 oh yeah we were about to talk about that bare knuckle thing and we got distracted uh Paige Van Zandt is going to uh, do her first bare knuckle fight tonight. Uh, what do you guys think? Uh, is she really, really dumb for doing that? I don't, I, as you guys know, I, I know a fair amount about combat sports, but I'm not as deep into it as a lot of you guys are. Is uh, is she taking as big of a chance of fucking up her face as, uh, excuse me, as it appears to be? Uh, which is a seems like a horrible idea for someone who makes a living looking good. And I realize that's kind of a dicky thing to say about someone who was, you know, still basically considered a professional MMA fighter. Because even if she is not in the UFC, she could easily get into Bellator and Victa or whatever. Um, so it's not just me that thinks that this is a poor idea. Because uh, as regardless of uh, her MMA career. I believe she makes more money being pretty. Uh, the fact that she had an MMA career helps get eyes on her and makes her not have to be as necessarily amazingly pretty as she would have to be if she was just trying to get by on her looks alone. However, I do believe that her looks have promoted her way past her M M MMA's abilities level. I'm sorry, I said that poorly, but you know what I'm trying to say. So... That being the case, she has to know this. She, I've seen her Instagram. I've seen the type of pictures she posts. She has to know that her looks are what's making her money. And more power to her. I do not judge any of that kind of shit, dude. Fucking if I thought I could get paid for uh, posting pictures of me, I would. In a heartbeat. Um, <laughs> yeah, fuck, dude. If you want, you going to give me 100 bucks to look at my taint? Dude, send the check in the mail. Um, but the point being, 
she knows this too because otherwise she just started her own only fans page where like yo she's gonna post pictures and they're gonna be artistic nudes i'm sure uh and you pay like a monthly fee to 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 check them out so clearly she knows where her money's coming from so for her to decide that she's going to go from a sport where she gets hit in the face occasionally with padded gloves to a sport where she's going to get hit face in the face continually with fucking not so padded gloves. I know they use some sort of gloves on there. They call it bare knuckle boxing, but I think they still have something on there, don't they? But regardless, uh, I've seen how the guys look after their fights and uh, dude fucking, I don't know. Are you guys of the opinion that a whole bunch of scars would make her really ugly? I mean, I don't perceptions change from time to time. I mean, I've got a fuckload of scars uh, and jokes about pirates and shit aside, no one has ever said to me, Oh, wow, dude, your scars look awesome. Fucking that's not something that happens, you know? Uh, and, uh, while I've got a couple big, uh, big ones and, and such, I don't think it would take a, a couple big ones to start to change how, uh, page looks. I think it only, it, it doesn't take much, you know? Uh, uh, cause the thing about beauty, a lot about the beauty is symmetry. Um, and people don't think about that, but it's true. Um, and if she starts taking damage to the face, one of the first things that's going to go is her symmetry. Say, like if if she starts getting lumped up in scars and stuff, it's going to change how her face appears really, really quickly. It's not going to take a whole fucking bunch either. Um, so I don't know. I think it's just a horribly poor idea i hope i'm wrong i'm hoping she has such a great career that she never gets hit in the face uh, i hope if she gets hit in the face she doesn't get any scars and i hope if she gets scars they're attractive scars if such a thing exists uh because as i mentioned no one's ever called my scars attractive and don't get me wrong i'm a big goofy looking motherfucker and not a hot chick so she may be she might be able to pull it off better than i have but you know uh, my experience has not been awesome with it <laughs> anyways on that negative fucking whiny note i am negative hey <laughs> we're gonna call it a night i'm gonna be back tomorrow at six o'clock to do this shit all over again i want to thank the og army uh for showing up in the chat box i can't do the show without you i'd like to thank anybody new that happened to show up i saw you guys in there i'm uh i'm all about it <laughs> anyways like i said we'll see you guys tomorrow at six until then i'm passive j and you guys have yourself a great day Team tune for the OG.